Weird AF News, where weirdos come to raise an eyebrow or two or get a few laughs with your host, Comedian Jonesy. A Florida House candidate says that her alien abduction experience does not define her. Uh, And I'm sorry to inform her, it does define her. It does very much so. Because when we're looking at who to elect, we hardly ever look at policies these days. We sort of look at the person. What kind of person are you? (laughs) You We we sort of ignore the, I mean, I don't even know. When when they're up there debating policies, I know a few things like healthcare. Okay, I kind of understand that. But then there's all this other stuff. I have no idea. And I'm kind of an educated person, sort of. I sort of just judge the character mostly. which is why I didn't vote for our current president. You could tell by his character that he just wasn't, you know, somebody that, in my opinion, was a good person. Uh, so when when someone's, you know, talking about <laughs> their personal background and alien abduction comes into the into the equation, I say to myself, well, I don't know if that person should be in charge of a lot of things. Look, I'm not trying to downplay you alien abduction people. Um, I'm just saying, you know, I don't want my leaders to, you know, to be saying those kinds of things. It makes me a little uncomfortable. That's all. Let's get into it, though. U.S. House candidate Bettina Rodriguez-Aguiera has a long list of accomplishments to bolster her campaign in Florida. Well, that's cool. All right, now I'm thinking maybe a little bit differently about her. She's done a lot of good things. Okay, let's see. Let's get into it. Maybe Maybe this will change my mind. She's perhaps best known, though, for claiming that she was abducted by space aliens. Oh, all right. Okay, well, let's get into it. Rodriguez-Aguiera is a long shot in the race for the Miami area House seat being vacated by a retiring Republican. Uh, Last weekend, she was endorsed uh, as the GOP nomination in the primary out of the field of nine candidates. In an interview, she said she's grateful for the endorsement and that her tale of kidnapping by aliens does not define her. I wouldn't even bring it up if I was her. Don't even bring that up. Just keep going. I would say, I don't want to talk about that. I only want to talk about policy. Let's just talk about policy. <laughs> yeah, but we want to talk to you about the uh, the tiny green men that, that uh, took you bowling that you claim. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to talk about those green men that took me bowling that night. All right? I just want to talk about the policies. Okay, well, she says the alien abduction has nothing to do with what she has done. It, uh, it happened when she was young, and uh, she's so proud. <laughs> okay, she's very proud of the alien abduction, but she doesn't want to talk about it, apparently. She says she was taken aboard a spaceship as a young girl by blonde extraterrestrials who resembled the Christ the Redeemer statue in Rio de Janeiro. Oh, that's, that's a new one. Haven't heard that one. She says they told her that the center of the world's energy is Africa and that thousands of non-human skulls were once discovered in a cave on the Mediterranean island of Malta. All right, this is, where it's, this is too much. She's, she's sharing too much. This is why we're afraid. She can't, you can't say all this. You can mention it. You don't have to get into the details. It just makes you sound crazy. Okay, well, this is an elected position. You can't sound crazy. Okay? You can't. <laughs> uh, she says, by the way, the, um, can we talk about aliens for a second? Because I have a very strong opinion about aliens. Let's get into I'm reading a book right now that's fantastic. It's called Reframing the Debate. And it's all about reframing the discussion of aliens and UFOs to look at this phenomena in a much different way than we have been. Uh, and... And so I have very strong opinions about this. I could go on for hours about this. We don't have time. Maybe I'll do a separate bonus episode uh, that's all about how I, what I think about aliens. But a lot of, this, a lot of the experiences, uh, alien abduction experiences, 
uh, in my opinion, it isn't you're actually being taken aboard a spaceship by b- other beings from a faraway galaxy that are interested in uh, giving you pro bono uh, proctal examinations. No, what's, what's really going on is there's some experience that's weird, okay? And then you interpret it based on your cultural heritage, your background, your life experiences, uh, your, pro- your, your social programming, your early life imprints and experiences. Uh, now, Rodriguez Aguilera, obviously someone who's probably followed Christ her whole life, she had an experience. Call it abduction, whatever you want to call it. She then laid over her own uh, personal sort of uh, filter onto it, and that's why she came up with the, these extraterrestrials that resembled Christ the Redeemer, like that statue in Rio de Janeiro. I'm assuming Rod- Rodriguez Aguilera probably raised as a, a Christian, Catholic, however you want to say. And so her experience was laying that over it. You hear all sorts of stories. People in Ireland say they're taken by um, elves because elves is a cultural thing in Ireland. Uh, elves and fairies. They, they, it, they've been, you, know, you hear stories about that you know, going back hundreds of years. So you lay over your own, uh, your own experience, your own filter onto what is really a phenomenon that we don't understand. We do not know what's going on. Okay, so to jump and say that it's this or that, in my opinion, it's too much. It's too much. It's an experience that still needs to be studied. And there is, no, there is no definitive answer on this. And so I do not subscribe to the uh, little, little men from a faraway place are coming to you know, put me in a spaceship interpretation of it. Um, I think there are multiple interpretations of it. And I don't know what's going on, but I do, in the end want to know more about it, and therefore I really wish I would be abducted by aliens. <laughs> Quote-unquote aliens. I want to have this experience, whatever this is, uh, and then see what happens. That's just... But back to the uh, Rodriguez Aguilera. Uh, you know, she's un- an unusual candidate, obviously. Uh, you know, how do you handle somebody like this? You know, I, the thing about politics in the U.S. is anybody can kind of throw their hat in the ring. You know, I don't know if you heard some of the prank calls that I made to the people that were running for governor out here in California, but there's some weirdos out there, man, and they just throw their hat in the ring. You can be an alien abductee. You could be a, a dungeon master. It doesn't matter. You could be one of these people who um, has a horse fetish and just run for office, and no one, no one stops you. No one. And that's... I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Certainly for Weird AF News, it's a good thing because it gets me stories. And I'm sorry this segment was so damn long, but you know how it is. North America's first known sex doll brothel has opened in Toronto. So good for you Canadians. You got the first sex brothel. Damn it. I was hoping my neighborhood would be the first. What are you going to do? Not that I can even afford to go to a sex doll brothel, man. I can't even afford a date with a human. (laughs) And those sex dolls are pretty pricey, I heard. So Toronto will soon be the home to North America's first known sex doll brothel, offering sexual services with six different silicone-made dolls. According to the website for Aura Dolls, A-U-R-A, the company behind the brothel, the vision is to bring a new way to achieve sexual needs, quote, without the many restrictions and limitations that a real partner may come with. And you you know what those restrictions are, guys, you know. And like, I'm not in the mood right now. Make me a sandwich. Like, but no, I want to make love. No, you'll make me a sandwich and some macaroni and cheese. But I want to make love. You will not make love. You will make me mac and cheese. The brothel is expected to open in a shopping plaza. Now, that's not very fancy. 
kind of it kind of cheapens the experience. I don't want to go to a shopping plaza. I want to go to like a, I don't know, a beautiful lounge, a castle maybe. <laughs> I want to go to a sex doll castle. <laughs> if I had my way, the sex doll castle would be a thing. Uh, it would look like Castle Grayskull. <laughs> well, it's opening on September 8th, by the way. So you lucky, you lucky people up in Toronto. I was going to say lucky guys, but girls too could enjoy a sex doll. It's every, anyone can enjoy a sex doll. Why not? That's what sex dolls are for, enjoying. Now, the company doesn't give the exact location on its website, stating that it's, it will be announced upon booking. So this is all going to kind of go on behind the scenes. You have to book it first, and then they give you the location. Uh, that's probably so, I guess, I, I, you know, because when you open up a sex doll, the neighborhood might, you know, get a little um, upset about it, and they may, like, boycott your sex doll brothel. You know, it's it's a little tricky to open up a brothel, I would say. I would imagine. I've never opened up a brothel. But, yeah, I would say the neighbors might, you know, they might take action. And they might even, you know, uh, get violent. And so you have to sort of hide your identity on some level. But I think eventually the neighborhood's going to find out where this brothel is. And it, it could be a problem. You may have to keep moving locations. Like that one in Germany. I think I did this. Didn't I do a story about the one in Germany had to keep moving locations? Because, you know, the neighbors would find out and then they would make a stink about it. Call the police. Uh, now, the, uh, the website reads, there are six different female sex dolls advertised, exotic girls to cater to everyone's choice of beauty. They said that we tried really hard to cater to every single standard of beauty. We have different ethnicities, different eye colors, different hair colors. And the company said they plan on expanding their collection in the near future. And they will eventually add male dolls. Oh, amazing. That's great. In case you don't know what the dolls are made of, it's silicone, <laughs> and it's designed to give them a realistic look and feel. In order to sanitize the dolls, uh, they said a three-step routine is used after each booking. Oh, well, that's good, because that, I don't want to be all over some sex doll right before some creepy guy was all over some sex doll who, who never showered or some stuff like that. Maybe he's got a disease, you know? I want to be... This stuff's got to be tip-top. So here's the prices. You guys are wondering, well, Jonesy, get to the, get to the meat of the story. What does it cost? Well... A half an hour with one sex doll is eighty dollars. Two dolls, one hundred sixty dollars. For an hour, the cost is one twenty for one doll. The maximum listed time is four hours with a doll at four eighty. In case you're wondering, oh man, unbelievable! I, I just technology, man. It scares me sometimes, and then other times it makes me it makes me happy. Uh, now I I vow someday to if I have enough money I would I would get with a sex doll or a sex robot if that that's like the other higher end of what's going on and uh, definitely the sex robot is the thing is you want to get to that level <laughs> virtual reality sex robots bam this is amazing it's an amazing time we live in I'm very pleased <laughs> now look at I want to ask you weirdos I mean how do you feel about this sex doll brothel I mean are you thumbs up thumbs down what do you think are you anti sex doll brothel how do you feel about it? Would you get with a sex doll? Would you pay to get with a sex doll? If somebody gave you a sex doll for Christmas, would you be would you be happy about that? Would you would you would you have a threesome with another human and a sex doll? I mean, let's get into it. Let's find out. Like, I want to find out what I want to take your temperature, guys. My weirdos, call into Weird AF News six four six four five zero twenty twelve, or you can email me funnyjones at gmail.com. You can DM me at funnyjones on Instagram and Twitter, and comedian Jonesy on the Facebook. Uh, Far-right conspiracy theorists are harassing a business called Voodoo Donut. And uh, they've harassed other small businesses in the past. Um, I did a story in January uh, about the ice cream shop Sweet Jesus. 
that res- was totally harassed um, <laughs> by a lot, well, a lot of folks that just weren't pleased with the name Sweet Jesus. Uh, but then also conspiracy theorists jumped in on the and they were saying that they were this is <laughs> this business is run by the Illuminati or some crazy stuff like that. We live in a cartoon, an epistemological cartoon as Terrence McKenna used to say. And it's just, it's just getting crazier. And Sweet Jesus isn't the only business that's been the target of an online conspiracy theory. Voodoo Donut, which is a popular donut chain based in Portland, Oregon, has received similar calls and tweets, etc., in the recent weeks. And uh, they're very persistent, the manager says. Uh, the calls are coming in every hour. Uh, and they would pick up the phone and the caller would say, we know what's happening at your place. Oh yeah, we know. And then they'd hang up. <laughs> like, they try to ignore it, but the calls keep coming in. The harassment comes from a group of fervent online conspiracists who have been targeting private businesses and individuals with harassment campaigns and accusations of being involved with the Illuminati and child sex trafficking rings, which is a little crazy to, to accuse it, uh, an ice cream shop and a donut place of being of running child sex trafficking rings. But, you know, we're talking about people who have lost their mind. So, of course, they're going to say things like this. Maybe they're just pranking, though. Maybe it's, maybe these are just pranks. We don't know. I don't know the whole story. Uh, that's what I'm trying to learn right now. <laughs> so, sparked by a video posted on a YouTube conspiracy channel, this group, whose members are also largely followers of the canon conspiracy theory, has flooded Voodoo's Instagram and Facebook posts and have left... Yelp reviews on Voodoo Donut accusing the owners of child sex trafficking. Uh, Last week, Voodoo Donut's original Portland location received more phone calls from conspiracy theorists than customers ordering donuts, which the employees are saying is a major problem. (laughs) They're tying up the phone lines. Get a life, conspiracy theorists. Come on. Do you you have nothing better to do than harass a donut shop? (laughs) Like, what the hell's wrong with you? I just can't even stand these people. I mean, if you took all this crazy weird energy and put it to good use, we could solve all of the world's problems in like one week. <laughs> Instead of man, if people weren't out there, you know, spouting out about conspiracy, like the Illuminati and um, and how much they want to have babies with ghosts, and we took all that energy to solving, I don't know, the freshwater problem or cleaning up the ocean, we could get all this shit finished in a week <laughs> but instead people are running around with crap inside their brain and spending their time doing the most just useless i would say even counter in you know like just problematic shit man really i mean of course for my show it's great because i get all this this weird all the weird activity out there just gives me so much material i can't even get to all of it but i mean come on man you got a whole group of people just you got a, a, a bunch of like uh, telemarketers harassing small businesses, claiming they're the Illuminati. This is what this group of telemarketers is doing. This group of telemarketers could instead be raising money for cancer. But no, they're calling a donut shop and saying, I know what you did with those babies. (laughs) I know you're you're making donuts and spreading chemtrails. (laughs) What the hell? I can't even deal. So this group is fueled by a website called Big League Politics, a far-right media outlet that publishes conspiracy content and has been used to raise funds for prominent Republican politicians. Oh, my goodness. This is what they're doing with their time and energy and resources? This is just... See, this is what I'm talking about. It's a whole... They have a whole media outlet, and this is what they're doing with it. You have all this equipment, all of these employees. You can make things. You, you have... 
Obviously, you have a budget, and this is what you're doing with your time and your money. You're harassing a donut shop, <laughs> calling them up all day and being and saying things like, "I know what you did, Illuminati. I know you. I know. I know about that pyramid on the dollar bill, and I know what you're doing with child sex rings." <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean. The harassment campaigns highlight how conspiracy theories that form in deep corners of the internet can have real-world consequences. That's right. It can take down somebody's small business. It could, like, you know, take the food out of the mouths of of a family that's running a small business and the food out of the mouths of the people that want to have these delicious donuts. The same theory that led conspiracists to Sweet Jesus and Voodoo Donut previously focused on Comet Ping Pong, a Washington pizza shop where a man fired a rifle in 2016 during a self-investigation of online rumors that a child sex ring was being run out of the basement of this pizza shop. In fact, when the facts came to light, turns out the pizza shop doesn't even have a basement. Uh, but yeah, some some conspiracy theorist person decided to shoot a gun outside the place. This is like a waste of bullets. <laughs> this is a waste of humanity. It's just a waste. Oh man, I wish half of us would just walk into the ocean. I really do. <laughs> There's just too many people, and so many of them are so bored. And it just, what do you do? What do you do? Uh, well, anyways, for those of you who have a lot of time on your hands, I'm going to give you a, a tip, a, a little piece of advice. Do not spread uh, conspiracy theories. Don't even go to these websites. Don't be a part of it. It's just a waste of your life. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. Instead, you know, go out there and volunteer. Volunteer at a, I don't know, a soup kitchen. You know, anything. In my neighborhood, you can even, uh, they have, they have in my neighborhood, for instance, you can get together with a bunch of other, and every night they make sandwiches, and then they go down to Skid Row, and they give them to the people that live in Skid Row here in Los Angeles. That's a great way to spend your time, I think. Much better than uh, firing a gun outside of a, po- of a pizza place that you think has a child sex trafficking ring in its basement. Turns out it doesn't even have a basement. That's just my opinion. Um, you know, I'm kind of an idiot, but on certain things, I think I got my finger on it. I really do. My finger in it. On it. Well, in it. Weird AF News, where we've got your daily dose of weird. I'm drinking Trader Joe's Dark Roast right now, and I want to thank my Patreons for this, who have been fueling me with coffee now for a month. Fantastic. Um, If you want to give Jonesy a cup of coffee, you could do so at patreon.com slash weirdafnews, and keep me highly caffeinated in the stories coming. I apologize. Sometimes I go too long and my rants are too insane. I even scream sometimes and sing for no reason whatsoever, it seems like. Sometimes in my mind, I think to myself while I'm doing this, how the hell do I keep going? How do I do it? With caffeine, guys. I do it with caffeine and I thank you for donating to my Patreon to keep me highly caffeinated. And and by the way, the Trader Joe's Dark Roast at $4 a pound is just, what a deal. You can't get any better than that. So that just lets you know how economical I am and how, you know, and smart I am with the money that my Patreons are sending me. I don't waste it on sex dolls and cocaine. No, I buy Trader Joe's Dark Roast. (laughs) Granted, if I ever get up into the tens of thousands of dollars on my Patreon, Jonesy (laughs) Jonesy might get involved in some sex dolls and cocaine at that point. But right now, it's the coffee that's doing it for me. I want to thank those who called into Weird AF News. Apparently, I'm an idiot and didn't know that 164 feet was uh, the equivalent to 50 meters. Sorry, guys. Public school. That's all I got to say about that. Public school. Uh, so uh, Miles Harrison sent me an email saying, bro, 164 feet is 50 meters. France is metric. 
That's all. And that's all he wrote. <laughs> it's like frustrated with me. Didn't even write, hey, bro, I love the show. Thanks for doing what you're doing. No, just like, hey, idiot. <laughs> also, Michael called to let me know that uh, that's what it is, too. And a, a couple other people sent me emails about that. <laughs> hey, look it. I never said I was a damn scientist. All right. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a com- I'm an idiot comedian in Los Angeles. I also want to give a shout out to Ryan, who's been emailing me all sorts of amazing stuff. Uh, and he had a take on prostitution. He says, personally, I'm for legal prostitution. I feel it's better for everybody. I mean, let's face it. People are going to use prostitutes. It's the oldest profession out there. So the least we can do as rational individuals is regulate it so the people who work in this industry aren't taken advantage of. On top of making sure people are clean. Unfortunately, America got settled by Puritans, a.k.a. sex Nazis. So we have an uphill battle when it comes to things like this. I, I agree with you, Ryan. I agree. But I, I have hope. In that uh, I never thought I'd see the day that marijuana would be legalized, and now I'm, I'm witnessing it happen all over my country. And so uh, I think that that gives me encouragement that uh, you know prostitution will go the same way. Maybe all drugs will be legalized as well. I mean, we're kind of getting a little looser. And I know we were settled by some sex Nazis, as you pre- uh, refer to them, and I think that's, that's a brilliant analogy. I loved it. I thought that was very funny. But I think we're all loosening up in the end. As time goes by and these old sex Nazis die off, you know, the new younger generations, they get into positions of power and, and big business and they then create policy. And so marijuana being legalized, maybe prostitution someday, which I think it should. Uh, I agree with you. Listen, if you guys want to uh, weigh in on any of these issues, because, I mean, I'm putting out some controversial shit uh, sometimes and you might want to, you know, give me your opinion on that. You can always call me or email me. The number is 646-450-2012 or you can email me funnyjones at gmail. DM me at funnyjones. And by the way, Follow me on Instagram because, um, you know, I worked on a TV show this week and I put up some, some cool videos and, and photos on there and I'm always putting stuff up there. So you can kind of follow me and some of the other stuff that I'm doing. And a lot of it's interesting and weird, in my opinion. Uh, and so follow me on Instagram at Funny Jones if you could. You could always message me on there too and tell me that I'm an idiot or that you love me or ask me a question or um, send me a photo of uh, you and your, and your dad or whatever. I mean, I'm down for whatever. It all makes me happy. What's up, Jonesy? This is Jay. Man, I just had to call you, bro. You had me rolling. You almost killed me. Yep, I'm I'm serious. I'm driving down the road, and I'm listening to your older podcast. And I told you I'd go back, and I I listen to them because, you know, I can't get enough of Weird AF News. So, (laughs) just thinking about it. (laughs) You're talking about this dude who... I guess his ass fell out when he was on the toilet playing video games. <laughs> and it was funny. You didn't even, just like, you weren't even trying to be funny, man. You were talking about this dude's ass falling out playing video games. And what has me rolling, man, is you're reading the story and you go, oh my god, there's a photo. Why? <laughs> He didn't even comment on it more than that. <laughs> but it was so fucking funny. You kept going on the story after that. I don't know why it was so funny. But you were like, dude, you were reading the story. You said, oh, my God, they have a photo. Why? <laughs> oh, my God, dude, that shit was so funny. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Just thinking about it. Uh, oh, I can't.
gonna breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> I just have to. <laughs> hey Jonesy, it's Michael, your scientist buddy, calling, and. uh I just wanted to let you know on your recent podcast about the aggressive dolphin in France. Um, it's a very common thing with male dolphins, uh, swimming with the dolphins, especially at these, uh, swim with a dolphin experience. They'll warn females that if they're on their menstrual cycle that they are not allowed to, uh, swim with the, the male dolphins. Um, that's a, a known thing at Disney World or Disney Parks or, uh, sea World, these kinds of things. If you go down to Mexico or these resorts, that uh, they won't let the women that are experiencing their menstrual cycle because the dolphins can sense that, pick up on that, and they can be very aggressive, and they'll try to mate with women. And as far as the staying away from the distance uh, of 164 feet, that happens to be 50 meters. So that's uh, a conversion factor there. It does seem like a very odd number, but that's just 50 meters. So anyhow, that's uh, filling in on a little bit of information there for you. Take care, Jonesy. We love you. Bye.